Well, it's absolutely my privilege to introduce to you our speaker for this session. Bishop Bob McLaughlin is the founder and senior pastor of the Potter's House International Ministries. He's also the CEO of Kingdom Plaza Mall, and he's an entrepreneur, a philanthropist, and that God used, mightily uses this man. He is skillful and he's practical in his exegesis of the word. And that's why I like to have him minister to us. He's not pie in the sky. He's definitely taking the word of God and helping you and I live practically. So today, it's my honor to welcome my friend and a friend of Zimbabwe, and a friend of Celebration Ministries, Bishop Von McLaughlin. Father, thank you for this opportunity to share the word of God with this amazing congregation here in Harare. What a blessing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's a great blessing to be with you, uh, to share with you a few thoughts um, on the church, his church. Uh, I believe the church is the most important organism, organization, entity on this earth. Why? Because Jesus is the head of the church. And the church is the body of Christ. So it's the body of God. The body of Christ is the body of God. <laughs> so when you are building the church, the body of God is present. And when the body of God is big, healthy, vibrant, impactful, then God affects what is around. So it is very important to believe that God's body, bodily presence on this earth is the church. And that is why we as pastors and as congregants must give our lives and give ourselves to the developing of the church until it becomes what it's supposed to be and until it begins to have a great impact in the world. Now, there are a lot of predictions, all right, about the church. And so it is important that you line yourself up with the prophetic words. And so in this short message, all right, if you are interested, I want to show you uh, as I'll be sharing from a little book I have called The Double Mega Missionary Church. And the first great prophecy is found in Isaiah chapter 2. It says, It shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. Hallelujah. And shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. Amen. Amen. So, there is a great prediction that the church is going to be like a mountain. You know, I also come from Switzerland and so I'm quite familiar with mountains because Switzerland is a home of mountains and chocolate. <laughs> And uh, I've been on a number of mountains. I think it's when you climb a mountain, when you go up a real mountain, not a hill, 
you are going to be struck by the awesomeness of the mountain. You know, and, and how frightening it is also. And the Bible is calling the church the mountain of the Lord's house. So Zion, we all know, speaks of the church always. Because it says, we have come unto Mount Zion. All right, in Hebrews chapter 12. So there are going to be mountain-like churches. Mountain-like churches. And I prophesy that the celebration church is going to be a mountain-like church in these last days. You better line yourself up because that's what God is doing. Yes, you may be trying to build your snack shop or you may be trying to build your supermarket, but I don't see the Lord saying that in the last days, supermarket shall be like a mountain. No, it's the church that is going to be mountain-like. Hallelujah. It's going to be huge. Amen. In Zechariah chapter 8, all right, verse 21, and the inhabitants of one city shall go to another and say, let us go speedily to pray before the Lord and to seek the Lord of hosts. Yea, many people, many people and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, there is a great prophecy that many people and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord. There are many strong nations today that don't allow people to come in to preach. They don't allow, you know, you can just mention that nations, you can't, you can't get a visa. You can't, you can't enter to preach. You can't, you'll not be allowed to preach. You can't take a Bible. And the Bible says, many people and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in Jerusalem and to pray before the Lord. So in the last days, which we are in now, you can expect this great prediction that many people and strong nations are going to give in. And that is why we must give ourselves to building the church and spreading out and going into all the world. If Pastor Tom Duchel had decided to live in America and have lived happily ever after as a normal American, you would not see the strong nation of Zimbabwe coming to Jesus Christ. You would not see many people come to the Lord as we have seen just because one person decides to obey the voice of the Lord. So may you be one of the people that is used to take strong nations for Jesus. Number three, there shall be a rise of little ones. Little ones. Many little children and people who are not regarded as anything shall become great in the house of God and do great exploits for the Lord. In Isaiah 60 and verse 22, the Bible says, a little one shall become a thousand and a small one, a strong nation. I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. Ministry starts out with little ones. Teenagers who have churches are little ones. 
People in their 20s are little ones. But a little one shall become a thousand. When Pastor Tom came to Zimbabwe, was he not a little one? This is the exact prediction of the Lord. A little one shall become a thousand. And a small one shall become a strong nation. And I, the Lord, will hasten it in his time. I want to encourage every Zimbabwean and everyone listening to my voice that God is raising up many little ones. Today, I am a pastor of just children, little children. Uh, and it's a blessing to see the little ones who are becoming a thousand and are becoming strong nations. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four, and I need to keep going fast because there are many amazing predictions. Hallelujah. Amen. There shall be a rise of churches that shall not be few. All right? Now, notice in Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 19. I want you to watch this prophecy and I want you to believe this prophecy for celebration churches all around the world. Watch it. Watch this amazing prophecy. And I'm giving you about 20 of these prophecies. But notice, it says, Out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. Are you watching? And it says, and I will multiply them. God is about to multiply you. And they shall not be few. They shall not be few. And I will also glorify them. And they shall not be small. God is going to bless you mightily. They shall not be few. The day of small, small churches is gradually coming to an end. Many of the little things that we have are going to expand greatly. They shall not be few. I will multiply them. They shall not be few. I will glorify them. They shall not be small. This is a prediction and a prophecy over the church. It's a prophet. It is read. We read other verses from the book of Jeremiah and we accept them. When he says, I know the plans I have towards you. And so we accept all those verses. And these ones are also predictions for the church. Hallelujah. Are you ready to be a part of this amazing last day church, his church? Beautiful. Number five, there's going to be a rise of teaching, feeding pastors. Feeding pastors. A new type of pastor is coming. Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15. Beautiful. It says, and I will give you pastors according to my heart. God is raising up pastors in Zimbabwe according to his heart. He says, I will give you pastors according to my heart, which shall feed you, you see, with knowledge and understanding, not with gimmicks. Amen. <laughs> I feed you with knowledge and understanding. Beautiful. And what's going to happen with such teachings? And I'm not talking about teachings about money. You can never compare motivational teaching to the preaching of the word of God. We have to throw out things that don't belong in the church and come back to the feeding with knowledge and understanding. Knowledge, knowledge of God. The knowledge, look, I am a medical doctor. 
Do you know how much chemistry I know? Do you know how much biology I know? What about if I started to give you a lecture on chemistry right now? What about if I decided to teach you biology for the next 15 minutes? Is that why you are here? Are you not here to hear knowledge and understanding from the word of God? Then how come we as pastors come to teach economics, teach business, teach finance, teach politics, teach everything else apart from the knowledge of God? Amazing. But in these last days, it says, I will give you pastors. Good pastors are coming. Hallelujah. Good pastors like Pastor Tom, who are going to feed you with knowledge and understanding. And what's going to happen? Notice verse 16. And it shall come to pass. When you be multiplied, you see, you are multiplied from the pastor who feeds you with knowledge and understanding. When you be multiplied and increased in the land in those days, saith the Lord, and they shall say no more the act of the covenant of the Lord. Neither shall it come to mind, neither shall they remember it, neither shall they visit it, neither shall that be done anymore. It shall come to pass. You'll be multiplied and increased in the land. Why? Because pastors have come who are feeding with knowledge and understanding. What a blessing. So I pray that you'll be one of the great pastors who are going to rise up and feed with knowledge and understanding. And I know God is going to bless you. Amen. Amen. Now, some years ago I was um, on a golf course with uh, a pastor. And he, had, he has a, 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 a church, a big church. And uh, sometimes I, I would see him on television. And I asked him, when you were a young Christian, what kind of things were taught by those who were teaching? You were receiving and they were teaching. And he said, well, Christian character, discipleship, um, outreach, evangelism, and so on. And then I asked him, so how come you are always preaching about money? How come your topic, your number one topic is money? How to get more? You know, and Jesus said, lay not up for yourself treasures on earth. Meanwhile, we are teaching how to lay up treasures on earth all the time. Our main topic is how to lay up treasures on earth. So, brothers and sisters, it's time to go back to the knowledge of God and it shall come to pass. When I raise up pastors who shall feed my people, according to Jeremiah 3 verse 15, with knowledge and understanding, and you shall be increased in those days. What a blessing. All right? So there's going to be an ar a rise of pastors who teach. Number six, there's going to be a rise of teaching priests. A rise of teaching priests. Is going to lead to the rise of the church. Now notice in 2 Chronicles chapter 15 and verse 3. Notice it says, Now for a long season Israel had been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. But 
when in their trouble they did turn unto the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. And in those days there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in, but great vexations were upon all the inhabitants of the countries. And nation was destroyed of nation and city of city, for God did vex them. Hallelujah. You see, God raises up teaching priests. Amen. Amen. Teaching priests. God is going to raise up teaching priests and there will be no more vexation in the land of Zimbabwe. That's the solution. That's our answer, not politics. Politics is not working. Politics is not working. Business is not working. Jesus is working. His church is working. You know, the other day I met a man, I heard a man who was saying that in 20 years there will be no church. In 20 years there will be nothing like marriage. In 20 years all these things will not exist. These are the words of damned people who have spoken against the church. The Bible will not exist. This will not exist. Science will wipe it out. But what has happened? I will build my church. His church has gone on from victory to victory and is bigger and stronger now than ever before. So, ladies and gentlemen, he said, he said, there will be a rise of teaching priests. A rise of teaching priests who teach. Priests who teach. And there will be no more vexation. And the, the nation will not be destroyed because there will be a rise of real teaching priests in the land. What a blessing for Zimbabwe and what a blessing for all those part of, who are part of the church. Number seven, there's going to be a rise of lovers of God. Lovers of God. I want you to notice in John 21, Jesus said, Simon, do you love me more than these? And he said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. And he said unto him, Feed my lambs. And he went on and said, Feed my sheep. Amen. Amen. Listen, perhaps the greatest manifestation of your love for God is how you feed the sheep and look after people. Do you love me, Peter? Show how you love me. By having sex with me? No, that's not it. By buying chocolate for me? No. By buying perfume for me? No. You love me, you show your love by looking after the people, by building the church, by feeding the sheep, by caring for the people. Paul said, I have wronged no man. I have defrauded no man. I have not hurt any man. Wow. Your great manifestation of love for God is feeding the sheep. And I only take that from the words of Jesus. He turned to me and said, do you like me? You know, the other day you said you don't know me. The other day you said, three, three people asked you, you said you've never seen me before. Now I want to know, do you love me? If you love me, feed my sheep. I want you to know pastor, friend, Christian, whoever you are. You're feeding the sheep and taking up the mantle to look after the people, to talk to them, to share with them. Huh? The word of God is your great manifestation, your great showing of your love 
for God and your love for Jesus Christ. And what happens to God lovers? What happens to God lovers? We know. We know that all things work together for good. To Christians, no. We know that all things work together for good for who? For, for, for believers, for members of celebration, no. It says, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Hallelujah. Those who love God have all things working together for their good. Receive that prophecy over your life as you serve God and you show your love for him by feeding the sheep, by loving them, by caring for them, by talking to them, by showing them what to do. You are loving God and you are loving Jesus. What a blessing. Yes. And what a great blessing. The Bible teaches us about those who love God. Eye has not seen. 1 Corinthians 2.9 Ear has never heard. <laughs> it has not even occurred to you the things that God has. For those who are Christians, no. For those who are believers, no. For those who are in celebration church, no. For those who love him. Yes. Lovers of God and feeders of sheep, therefore, are those who are earmarked for the greatest abnormal blessing. And you'll be saying in your life, we have seen strange things today. That's what you'll be saying about yourself. We have seen strange things today. We have seen strange things today. What a blessing. There shall be a rise of lovers of God. Amen. Amen. Now, there shall be a rise of shepherds. In Matthew chapter 9, it says, And when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no prophet. No. As sheep having no prophet? Listen, the scattering of members, the scattering of churches, the scattering of Christians is not because of a lack of a prophet. I, 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 I really believe in a prophetic ministry. If there's one ministry that I covet and I like, like it's really attractive to me, it's a prophetic. But notice, it says they were scattered not because there's no prophet. So that shows you the importance of the shepherd. The rise of shepherds is going to lead to the gathering of huge numbers of people. That is why I encourage you to learn about shepherding. Shepherding is the main work that God wants you to learn. The art of shepherding. The art of caring for people. The art of becoming a lover of God. What a blessing for you today. Amen. Now, there's going to be a rise of prophets who build the church. Amen. Amen. In Ezra chapter 5, may God make you one of the prophets Amen. who is going to build the church. In Ezra chapter 5 and verse 1, the Bible says, Then the prophets, Haggai, the prophets, and Zechariah, the son of Edo, prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel, even unto them. Beautiful. Verse 2. 
Then rose up Zerubbabel. You see, when the prophets prophesied, it encouraged the people. And that's why I'm prophesying to you that there's going to be a rise of great people within the celebration network. Then rose up Zerubbabel after Haggai prophesied and Zechariah prophesied. Then rose up Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, Jeshua, the son of Josadak, and began to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. And with them were the prophets of God helping them, not destroying them. Amen. 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 Listen. God is going to use you. And so this prophetic word today is to prophesy to you, to cause you to start getting up. Rise up. Bible says, then rose up Zerubbabel. Let's read it from verse 1 and 2 again together. I think you need to see the connection between the prophets and the builders of the church. Then the prophets Haggai and Zechariah, the son of Edo, prophesied unto the Jews that were in Judah and Jerusalem in the name of the God of Israel, even unto them. Then what happened after they prophesied? Then the church got spoiled. No, the church was scattered. The church was divided. No, then rather rose up Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, and Joshua. So Zerubbabel and Joshua who was a priest, and they began to build the house of God, which is at Jerusalem. And with them were the prophets of God helping them. So the prophetic message and the prophetic ministry is here to encourage Zerubbabel's of today and to carry encourage Joshua's of today to rise up and build the church of God. Oh, God is going to do great things in the celebration churches. Hallelujah. By a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was preserved. Hallelujah. Then there's going to be a rise of little children who are going to build the church. Amen. Amen. Notice in Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 7. And I want to speak to every young person who is watching and listening. Young people. God loves young people. You know, I was 25 years old when I became a pastor. And I've been in the ministry since I was like about 16, 17. I've always been in church and always been doing Christian activities. You know, there's, there is no need to say when I get to 40. When I get, you have more problems when you get to 40. And you have more problems when you get to 50. Listen, the Bible teaches us in Numbers 4 and Numbers 8 that priests were to minister from the ages of 25 to 50. 25 to 50. So from the age of 25, you must be ready to be a priest. Yes, there's going to be a rise of children. A rise of children. Because God is raising up young people who are going to do great works. In the book of Numbers, the whole of chapter 1, you'll find out that he said, number the people, anyone from the age of 20, 20, who is ready to go to war. From 20, you are ready for war. Ready at 20. Notice in Numbers 1, 3, every, almost every verse in Numbers chapter 1, it says, from 20 years old and upward, all that are able to go forth to war in Israel. 
thou and Aaron shall number them by their armies from 20 years old and upward. Ready at 20 for war. If you can fornicate at the age of 20, you can smoke at the age of 20, you can kill at the age of 20, you can join an army at the age of 20, then you can work for God at the age of 20. May you rise up and do your part because there's going to be a rise of children serving the Lord. Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 7. And the Lord said unto me, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I send thee. All right? And you shall go. And see in verse 10, I have set thee this day over the nations. That is a child. I've set a child, all right, over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. To do what? To build and to plant. So God is going to use a child. I want you to underline the word build and plant. Build churches and plant churches. Who is going to do that? A child. A child called Jeremiah who said, I'm a child. And, and, and God said, don't say child. When you say child, it's like to minimize your importance. It's like to reduce your relevance. It's to say, you know, I don't, I'm not really, you know, I'm not 40, I'm not 50, I'm not 30, I'm not whatever. No, don't say that. Don't say that. I'm sending you to build and to plant. Beautiful. To build and to plant. To build and to plant. So I see you building churches. And I see you planting churches. I see you going all over Zimbabwe. To Mutare. To Beit Bridge. To Bindura. To Gweru. To Bulawayo. To Kadoma. Is there a place? Kadoma. To Marondera. To Mashvingo. To Chitungwiza. To Harare. To everywhere. To Victoria Falls. Every town, a church at your door in your language. Don't say I'm a child. You are the one going to do it. Who are you giving Zimbabwe to? You know, when we don't do what we are supposed to do, then you see other religions creeping in. They come in and they go to the towns we don't want to go to and they start to build at their doorstep little, little temples of their religions. And gradually nations fall. I was once in a nation... Uh, whose name begins with an N, and in a city whose name begins with an E. And it was almost 100% belonging to another religion. And they told me this town was the headquarters of the Baptist church in this country. Everything of Baptist seminary, Baptist institution, Baptist, 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 but now it was completely not Christian. In fact, we had so much hostility in that town when we were having a crusade. They came out and they said, you cannot use the word crusade. The word crusade is an evil word. We are coming there to do bad things. And that town, where they were trying to stop us from having a crusade, was used to be the Baptist headquarters of that nation. And when I say Baptist, I mean big, big, big time. So brothers and sisters, if we sit down, whilst we are supposed to go out there and build and plant, others are going to rise up and do that work. So I believe today marks the beginning of your ministry across the nation of Zimbabwe and the world. Amen. Amen. Number 
12. There shall be a rise of prosperity that will build the churches. Rise of prosperity. Notice, it's a prophetic word for you. Zechariah chapter 1 and verse 17. He said, cry yet, cry yet, saying, that says the Lord of hosts, my cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad and the Lord shall yet comfort Zion and shall yet choose Jerusalem. Hallelujah. My cities through prosperity shall be set abroad. Great prosperity is coming into the church. And what is this prosperity for? To build the cities of God. Yes. The cities of God mean the church building. If I put, we have, I mean, we are getting to almost a thousand church buildings. If I put it all together, it forms a city. Yes. It says, my cities shall yet be built, isn't it? Through prosperity, my cities shall yet be spread abroad. The cities of celebration churches all across Zimbabwe, Aramashota Balamandarababa, my city, through prosperity, through money, through wealth and strength, will be spread in the whole of Zimbabwe. Amen. The whole of Zimbabwe will be spread Amen. with churches. Amen. My city shall be spread abroad through prosperity. Amen. Receive great prosperity in your ministry. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? Now notice I'm ending in a couple of minutes. I see I have just a minute or two left. And there shall be, number 13, a rise of people who do well. Watch this one. Watch this one. Maratolaba <laughs> shandalaba. It says, and it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house. Oh, beautiful. For the name of the Lord God of Israel. It was in the heart of my father. And the Lord said to David, Whereas it was in thine heart to build a house to my name, thou didst well that it was in thine heart. Underline that. Thou did well. You have done well that it was in your heart to build a house for my name. You did very well. I mean, you didn't even build one block, but you did well that it was in your heart. You are receiving a good heart to build the house of God in Zimbabwe. It is a good thing. And you start doing well as far as God is concerned. When it is in your heart to build a church in Majfingo, in Chitungwiza, in Marondera, in Kadoma, in uh, Gwanda, in, in, in Big Falls, in Bedbridge, in uh, Mutare in Gweru, in Bindura, everywhere. The fact that it is in your heart to build, what a blessing. Amen. So there shall be a rise of people that do well. Amen. Beautiful. Are you excited? I can sense your excitement over there. What a blessing as the Lord uses you to build mightily and to do well. And finally, there shall be a rise of favored ones. Favored ones. Amen. Psalm 102, verse 3, verse 13, and verse 14. 
This is one of my favorite little verses in the Psalms. It says, Thou shall arise. How many want God to arise? And have mercy on Zion. Why? That's a question. Question. Why is God going to arise and have mercy? God is going to have mercy on Zimbabwe. God's going to have mercy on Celebration Church. God's going to have mercy on Pastor Tom. God's going to have mercy on all the pastors in the church. Why? For the time to favor her, yea, the set time has come. So, because it's time. It's time for that. Amen. And why? For thy servants take pleasure in her stones. You see, you've become interested in the stones that make up the church and favor the dust thereof. Beautiful. So there's going to be a rising up of God and having mercy on you for the time for you to have favor. The set time has come. A time to turn around things for Zimbabwe has come. The set time has come. Why? For thy servants take pleasure in her stones. The stones of God. The church of God. And favor even the dust. Even the dust has become important. Let the church be on your heart. Let the church, his church, the church, his church be in your heart. To build it. To develop it. To work with it. To work in it. To help it. To build it. To do it. And you will do well. You will be proved to be a lover of God. There will be mercy for you. There will be favor for you because you've given yourself. You'll be called a lover of God. Jesus will say, yes, I asked you, do you love me? And I can say, yes, I know that you really love me because you feed my sheep and you do my will. Father, let's pray. Father, thank you for everyone watching and everyone who is part of this amazing conference that we are having here in Zimbabwe today. Oh, thank you. The time to favor her has come. The time to favor celebration churches has come. The time to favor your servant, Pastor Tom, has come. Why? Because thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor even the dust thereof. Bless the church. Bless the pastors. Bless this great work. Let there be no lack. Let there be no want. Let your cities be spread abroad through prosperity. Bless and help and anoint every shepherd and every lover of God. Let every lover of God experience the beauty of Romans 8.28. That all things work together for good to those who love you and who love your house. Thank you, Father. We love you and we thank you for your great blessing for the church, his church, your church, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. It's been a great pleasure sharing with you in these few moments. May the Lord bless you and increase everything that you lay your hands on and may you have the favor and the mercy of the Lord all the days of your life and even in this special moment, this prophetic moment where the church comes strongly on our heart to do his will. Bless you and bless the church. God bless you. Thank you for joining us online. We hope and trust that you've been blessed by this service. Stay connected with us through our social media platforms, Facebook and WhatsApp. As we go, stay safe, stay blessed, stay connected.